Welcome to the Quiet Out Moto Hour. And quiet and But we're back. We're back. We promise. We'll just call this season two, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a little a season good, hiatus. We're back. Break. <laughs> well, thanks for tuning in and clicking the episode or downloading it through your dongles. I'm Jordan. And today on the show, we got Robert. Hey. We got Danny. Hey. And we have Jamie and Mondo all the way from the Bay. Hi, hi. I'm the only Oregonian on today. That's right. Don't Representing for the rock. great state of Oregon. Chris is down and out. She sends, she sends, her, uh, sends her best wishes. And she's got some exciting stuff, but I know she'll, she'll bring that up in the next episode, so we won't worry about it too much. But uh, how's everyone been? It's been a couple months. It's been a little while, and I'm just wondering, like, what's everyone been up to? Who's... We safely made it home from your house. Yeah. That's right. right. An accomplishment uh, in itself. Recorded live in LeGrand, clapped out headquarters Northwest. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. You took a a pretty good trip home too, right? You went down through the Southlands and Eastern Oregon and all that. Yeah, pretty much. uh, Went by the John Day Fossil Beds uh, Visitor Center, saw some cool fossils. Um, visited the hot springs at the volcano. Nice. Yeah. Stopped in Corning, oh, yeah. California for olives. Yep. Can't, oh. can't go wrong. Corning, As one does. California. Yep. It's off the five. Oh. Like north. You stop at the. You stopped at the olive pit. Southeast. Yep. Another one. Where are we talking? The one and only. It's like, like mid- north, middle. North of Sacramento. North of Sacramento. Mm. So south of So it's it's a ways down. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You're or a ways up, depending. Yeah, it's south of Shasta. It's all relative. Yeah. It's all one big. It's in California. Me. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyone have any good rides lately, or break something, or I don't know, jump something cool, or or what? What have you guys been up to? Uh, I guess I'll take. I so I was in Poland for a while. Uh, as I think everyone on here knows. Uh, so I was up there for 10 days, got to ride some sick Rotax ATVs. So you got to ride the AT because I, I, I was, so there. I was driving with our, uh, our DP uh, and a cam uh, sitting behind me. Let's try the ATV. So I was running sound and driving. He was cam hopping behind me, shooting over my shoulder um so i think like all together we had something like um probably like 30 to forty thousand dollars worth of gear on this like very thrashed rotax atv crossed a river what are we talking here pause are we talking like is this like a uh like a sportsman quad are we talking like this so i don't like, know my know my rotax this was like this was like a four by uh the four-wheeler atv auto transmission um and just like beat just uh, so so this was um very south poland we're like right straddling basically the border between poland and slovakia um shooting a segment for a show the tv show i was working on and um these poor atvs uh i don't think i've ever (laughs) had their oil changed or one of them actually blew up while like mid ride uh, <laughs> had to stop 
and wait, wait. Uh, oh, hold on a rotax blew up they're supposed to well forever. okay so when i say blew up uh the it, it was overheating um oh. so they're all water cooled so it was like at some point the coolant cap physically removed itself from the motorcycle <laughs> or the sorry from the the quad um with with little to no assistance it just sort of made its way out into the universe and uh just coolant like spraying everywhere they were i mean they were already smoking with like oil i don't think the steering column had been serviced ever like it was like yeah, it, it was like having no power, well, obviously no power steering, but it was like a car with power steering turned off, trying to like drag the steering, but it would be like that while you were running it. Um, but they got some git, I'll tell you what, this thing's yeah. got some git up and go, you get them going, uh, the first like, z- the first 3000 RPMs, nothing. And then all of a sudden it was just like a bat out of hell. It was, was great. <laughs> Uh, yeah, highly I recommend. thought it was kind of the opposite with the road taxes. I thought they were known for being pretty torquey, but I think, well, I, yeah. so I should, to clarify, this was with an auto trans that has probably never been serviced <laughs> and, uh, going into a like, um, four wheel drive, um, which probably also has never been serviced. So I think, I think these had a lot going against them. Uh, but once you got them going, uh, they were hoot. almost killed, uh, almost crashed us both once, nice. uh, didn't. So that was good. We crossed a river twice. Hell uh, yeah. It was great. What kind of Highly river? recommend. Are we talking like full, um, full fording or are we talking? Like, yeah, we're talking like, no, like up, up, up to the, uh, like over the wheels to the, like up, up, up above the headlights, basically. Nice. So pretty <laughs> much to, the, to your butt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're just, just plugging along. So that was what I was doing. And it was a good time. Highly what recommend. What, what other exotic, I want to hear about the exotic bikes. I have to say not as many as I was kind of hoping. I think everyone in here got my messages in the group chat. I think, um, some things that definitely belonged. I think seeing a trans Alp sort of in its natural habitat, uh, was exciting. Um, but really nothing else like, Everything newer, mostly like Eurobikes, a lot of a lot of GSs. Um, I think there was one old T TT or like an XT two hundred fifty or three hundred fifty. I think was what I posted, or was it a KX? I can't remember. There was some like nineties uh, sort of Euro like three hundred fifty dual sport kind of thing. Um, was it red? The red, red and white. It was no, it was it was like Euro colors because it was black and yellow. Oh yeah, yeah. Euro like colors. Bumblebee. Uh it was cool. Um it was like a cool, a cool colorway for it. Um, um you're also forgetting the the glory of the GDR, the 50cc oh, yeah. Simpson. A lot of 50cc. Yeah, the Simpson was cool. I kept walking past that thing every day. It was like on the walk from where we were staying to like like downtown, ostensibly. Mm-hmm. And I, I really wanted to talk to the dude who had it, but the only time he was out. I think we were like running to some other thing. So I just had time to be like, oh man, things were cool. It was like some like 60 year old dude. Oh um, yeah. Lot, yeah. A lot of 50 CC motors, like basically mopeds without pedals. There's a lot of like five mm. speed 50 CC bikes, which was cool. That's pretty dope. Um, it was good. Did you see good. any, uh, you know, I think about the trans out. Did you see any like XT 660s, like the Tenere? No, none of the Tenere's. Um, Honestly, those two were the only like older bikes I saw in the city. The it was a it was otherwise like GSs uh, and street bikes, but mostly like 
people traveling were all on GSs, I think, that I saw. I didn't see anybody on like a KTM or anything else new or kind of exotic. Yeah. I feel like, you know, the adventure market here in the United States is like so huge. And and globally, I mean, it it really is taking off. You know, it's, it's getting really big and like every manufacturer is just pulling a new, you know, adventure bike. And it's truly like the model of bike where KTM's like, we have a 790. Now we have an 890 and like, oh, and Triumph like, well, we have an 1100. Now we have a 1200. Like they're just right. like doing these little like EV wars. But like in, in Europe, they got that production of the Transalp and that, the old Africa twin and the Tenere. And I feel like in in most of Europe, they've been doing the ADV thing. That's like kind of the standard through the 90s. Like I don't know. I'm I'm sure there are a lot of BMWs and things like that. And, and yeah, definitely. And and I think it's probably like I don't know how much COVID has to do with that too, because we were in. Um, I know I had another friend who was in Bulgaria at the same time. Bulgaria was like closed pretty much totally. Poland was closed. We were the only Americans we saw there because they had closed. I think everyone's like reclosed their borders to the U.S. and the U.K. Don't quote me on it, but I know that like we were seeing almost nobody. Yeah. Um, from like that far west in Europe, there were people from Germany, um, but not a lot of like further apart. A couple of people from France, but not a lot of like people from further west. So I don't know how much that has to do with like. And also, we were in a smaller town. We were just around Krakow. I'm sure Warsaw is probably a lot more like random city bikes and. That's, That's cool, though. It, I mean, it sounds like I don't know don't know much about Poland, but definitely sounds like a, an awesome place to go to kind of experience it without being in a bigger international city, you know? So you get more of that. What, what'd you eat? That's, that's what I really will always want. Is our, our travel, yeah, our food, our side podcast. Waffles? Uh, oh my God. So much. Uh, no, it was, we, so we were there shooting a travel show for PBS and, uh, it was just like we were getting wined and dined the whole time. So we were just eating a bunch of food, Hell a lot yeah. of yeah, it was great. Um, more food than I think I've had ever in my life. We were just oh, being yeah. like constantly yeah. fed for five straight days, just like three courses at least every meal, like lunch and dinner. And it was just like two hour meals twice a day. Um, a lot of pierogi, uh, which was great. A lot of jurek, which is like a sour soup. Um, it was very good. Um, just a lot. I mean, it was a lot of fancy. It was really nice. Can't complain. A lot of, um, what do you call it? Um, like, like, um, schnitzel, like, uh, like pork cutlet, like a lot of like breaded fried stuff. I like it was that. Good. It was good. No complaints. Highly recommend it. go to Poland, right it's around. Delicious. If you need um, more Rotax engines and schnitzel, they're there. You can find them. Rogi and don't blow life, up a, a quad. Consider visiting Poland. Clapped out Moto Hour, sponsored by. I'm yeah, I'm I'm. So we were we were like blasting through, but I have to imagine there's like a great amount, and and I think that that's why bikes like the Transop are so popular over there, or were more popular over there than here, is because you can cover so much ground, right? Literally across the Alps if you wanted to, yeah. and see like a bunch of countries, and um, you know, I'm just always thinking about how I can capitalize on the show or how the show can grow what we need to do is cultivate a ridiculous social media presence and then hit up not saying that poland is hit up lower uh lower visited countries in the world yeah. 
I'm thinking like all of the former Eastern Bloc, basically. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what? I got it on good authority that uh, Slovenia is the place to go. Slovenia. That's what I Croatia. Croatia's uh, pretty popping. Yes, yeah, Croatia. I think yeah. I think Croatia's doing okay. Croatia's on the Mediterranean. Slovakia, got... Slovenia, Serbia, Kazakhstan, Moldova. Moldova. Yeah. I'm sure there's a lot of great writing, honestly, out in the steppe. You just what do you got? We'll oh. we'll film a travel documentary about your lesser known country. Send us there. Clapped out. Clappedmoto at gmail.com, please. We want to visit your country. Yeah, put us and... on some some Urals and some Minsks. Oh that would be dope. A Ural, that up. is uh, I feel like I could do a whole show on Ural and just talk for like 45 minutes and be like, I mean, I really want one, but I don't know. It just doesn't make sense. But this is a terrible podcast, but I would do it. I love talking about yours. I've only seen, yeah, every time I see one in the wild, I'm just like, mm, I just, that's what I need right there. I don't know. Danny, speaking of, yeah, I would say, Dan, <laughs> speaking of traveling, Danny's got a new, Danny has a gang. Yeah. Tell us about your gang, Danny. If you can talk about it, I don't have a. I don't know. The gang is, is old. It like on, on the scale from zero to torque. How uh, how tough is your gang? Ice <laughs> 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 cube. No, I wish I wish I could say it's right there, but it's it's not. Different level. Yeah, no, it's it's the same group of people we've been writing with pretty regularly. Um, a couple of new guys showed up this time who were friends with. The guy whose uh, little Suzuki that I fixed. Um, so we went on another ride. Um, did another Tuesday ride to go get some tacos. So there's a moped gang? What are we talking? What's the name of this gang? The same as it was last time. That's not did, a good name. talked about this? Yes. No. <laughs> We've talked about my group rides, and then we talked about the name, and then oh, you said, Ooh. That's how long it's been. I know. How long? So for those time. listening at home... The Moped Club is called Los Pedrales. Los Pedrales. Oh, yeah. Uh, a little dicey, I yeah, know. Yeah, this is a little... <laughs> well... Um, so we went on a ride. We went to... Um, for, the oh, San Di- for the San Diegans. Um, we rode from uh, La Mesa out to... to University Heights. Went to El Zarape. That's a place. On Adams. Or Park. On Park. Park. Start getting hate mail from San Diegans. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Just send me a burrito and I'll be okay. <laughs> yeah, it was good. Um, I have to keep remembering normal heights. I don't I don't know. I've been lived in San Diego in ten it's years. One, Give me a break. Of, it's one of the heights. From Santee, Danny. <laughs> what do I know? That's, that's dicey. <laughs> <laughs> that, now that's dicey. <laughs> No, it was good. Um, the Inland Empire of San Diego. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's just another world as you go further inland. Yeah, I just have a sign that says, at least we're not lakeside. <laughs> <laughs> oh, San Diego humor. Uh, my God. Hopefully, you know. All these people listening be like, what the fuck are they talking about? They're still talking. <laughs> um, yeah, we, uh, we had a breakdown this time. Well, a couple, because this guy's... Um, Is it a moped rally if there aren't breakdowns? Yeah. That's no. very, very true. Um, <laughs> this guy had one of the the, the Yamaha Yamahoppers, the QT50s. 
Ooh. Um, they're one speed, 50 cc, but nice. they're fun. But uh, his car was not tightened on all the way, so it kept falling off. <laughs> It was like he kept break, he kept breaking down anytime we like had to go up any sort of a hill or anytime you had to give like any oh sort of like oh I need to give it more like quote unquote power that the spike the has. Main. No, he's just pulling. Um, but so, yeah. so we like stopped eventually because he had broken down enough. Now like I was riding ahead, leading, and then I rode back. And I was like, "What's going on?" And he's like, "Oh, it just keeps bogging out." I'm like twist the carb a little bit, and I'm just like, "There's like no resistance at all." This car was just like pushed on the intake. <laughs> <laughs> so luckily someone had some tools because if you're gonna ride a moped you got to bring some tools with you and uh and we're good rocking went and got some tacos got chili reno nopales what kind of tacos are we talking about here i literally just said no what kind you said tacos but what kind of tacos chili reno and nopales and then carne okay I thought you said you got tacos and chilerianos, and I was like, okay, but what kind of tacos? So that's chilerianos tacos. Okay, I've never had that before. Yeah, I've never I've had it in a burrito, never in a taco. Yeah, yeah. Right. Well, yeah, it was good. Um, then we rode home with no problems. Amazing. I, yeah, it was good. I I, I, uh, I I rode the derby that I had. I've talked about a million times, and I. I realize now like how much I probably shouldn't have taken it. Cause it's one of those like, Oh, it's got a new kit on there. It's not broken in like, Hey, let's go ride like 15 miles, like where I'm going to need to blast the hills and full throttle it. But you know, it's, it's a cast iron cylinder. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. It's like no one ever like rebuilds a chainsaw and they're like, okay, variable RPMs. Make sure you don't break it in too hard. They're like, yeah, let it, let it rip. <laughs> yeah, ex- that's exactly that. Broke it in, using it as a chainsaw. <laughs> I don't understand the question. <laughs> um, yeah, but he has rings. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> uh, yeah, besides that, we, uh, we did a, a wrench night for um, my friend's birthdays. He, uh, his parent, his mom took the kids that they have, and then we just hung out the house and built a couple motors and helped him fix his. So this guy, uh, this guy moved in down the street and hit up our Instagram page and was like, Hey, like I've got this moped I need to rebuild. Ended up, he lives like around the corner from Michelle and I. So got got another moped person in the neighborhood. So it's cool. I started building or I guess finished almost building that E50. I did the case matching and got all the new bearings and seals put in. Now I just need to actually put it together. It's almost there. Almost there. So close. Gosh, I look at some of those engines and it's just like, yeah, the top end comes off with like three bolts and you can pick up the engine out of the freaking cradle with nothing, you know? And I'm just like, damn, maybe I need to get a moped. But then I have the DT, so I'm like, yeah. Yeah, it's like a big moped. Yeah, it's always I mean, basically loud. But yeah, I uh, I got that custom. Uh, I think I sent it to all you guys that, or I mostly I told Jordan about it. I got a custom intake made for the Polini cart that I bought. Oh, those things look so good. What's the company that that makes those? Which one? The intake? No, that made the exhaust. Oh, crank pipes. 
Yeah. Ooh. It's not a it's not a company. Ooh. It is one man. One man show. One, one man show. Crank, crank pipes. Where's he based out of? You're either gonna buy crack or an exhaust <laughs> pipe. Why <laughs> <laughs> <Slide> not <up> both? <laughs> yeah, it's he's not from, mutually it's, exclusive. Yeah, it's true. He's uh he's out in Milwaukee. Milwaukee. Mm. Milwaukee. So you can well, cross the state lines. I got something from Milwaukee recently. Yeah, he's uh it's uh Milwaukee tools doesn't count. No, it's just not. No, I didn't buy any Milwaukee tools. I'm too poor for that. Yeah, the uh, the Instagram is at crankpipes. So at crankpipes. I've gotten an exhaust crank and pipes. an intake built from him. And he's uh he shipped me an intake on like Wednesday and it showed up on Friday somehow. Whoa. And I paid I paid him for it on Tuesday. So nice. I don't know what fucking black magic he's yes. got going on, but out of Milwaukee, no less. Yeah. Yeah. Honest people. In the Midwest, I'll tell you what. Mm-hmm. There are some very honest, hardworking people in the Midwest, and I salute them. Thank you, crank, crack, crank. <laughs> Thank you, crank, 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 pipes. crank pipes, which isn't much better because you could. Okay. Anyway, thanks, crank. It reminds crack. me of like the sex wax for like is so the name of the wax for surfboards, and be like, oh, it's crank crack. It like makes your cranks better. <laughs> crank. Better. A little oil you spray on. Crank, crank a little <laughs> quicker. <laughs> oh my god! You know, I just like, I think all the time about those pipes. It's like for moped stuff. Obviously, it's smaller. Uh, so you know, like getting getting things fabbed up, getting things made. It seems to be a lot more accessible. There's mopeds everywhere in Southeast Asia, so you can always hop on eBay and find small displacement engine stuff like everywhere shipping out of Thailand. And I get that a little bit more with the DT now because DTs are so popular that there's tons of parts coming out of Thailand, of Vietnam. I've had carbs and all kinds of stuff shipped and, and it's not that bad. There's a little bit of casting, you know, roughness yeah. around the edges, but it, it has me thinking like making that stuff here, you know, we've talked about making things in America and, whatever and you know the logistics about buying bikes and stuff like that but when it comes to the parts game you know it's really i think there's kind of a new revolution coming um with 3d printing and being able to make parts and make things like in your own home and mondo i know that you've been kind of like experimenting with that a little bit more uh tell me about your adventures in 3d printing and like, COVID. where <laughs> Yeah. Where has that <laughs> what have you printed? What can you print for me? Is what I want. I can print you a GoPro yeah. mount for your helmet. That's one of the main things, or like one of the more recent things I've done. Um, will it will it hold better than JB Weld? Oh, well, I mean, <laughs> usually you're just 3D printing plastic, so you can use JB Weld to stick your print to your helmet. So. Yes. <laughs> Longer than 30 seconds. Robert, yeah. you, might have to, you might just have to drag me and tell, tell that story right now. Oh, oh man. Yes. No, you do. I get too off into the woods, but that was, so this was, I think Mexico trip one. Um, <laughs> there was, I think like as we were getting ready to leave, Jordan uh, had a, like a, some kind of, some kind of GoPro mount. It was a little Ram mount or something for a GoPro. Where he was putting red smack dab on the top of the helmet, as I recall. And, uh, Say again. 
with with a like it came with a sticky pad on it so yeah yeah, yeah with a little like yeah exactly the little rubber little that you like tape. and yeah. uh that got put on with some jb weld uh Good optimistically <laughs> and it lasted i don't think it lasted it's like <laughs> the next morning it just like nice <laughs> <laughs> still i saw still yeah so he has this helmet for we do the whole ride he's got this helmet with the little okay. like gloop okay, okay. okay it was really stupid but I was and return the helmet as i recall didn't yeah, you okay so i i had the helmet the helmet was already partially broken so i'm like <laughs> It, whatever here we go i had some leftover i don't remember what i used it for but i had leftover jb weld so i was like oh what the hell As one does. if it sticks on there it does not it does not stick <laughs> that well to plastic scuff it no first. uh so what i needed 3m hp printer i needed a 3d printed one and now you're now you're making them uh yeah i just found the actually i found the file online i was like well i have a k1 agv helmet so i was like let me type that in and like sure enough there were like two designs on um write this down thingiverse.com is like an online database of uh you know people design stuff and they put it up there um you know they sometimes have pictures and like tips on like how you print this um, or what settings they recommend. And like, so you don't even need to know how to design stuff. Um, you basically can go shopping on Thingiverse, like all the files are free, uh, figure out what you need and then download the files. Um, and then I guess we can get into it. So like in order to 3D print stuff, you need a 3D printer, big surprise. Right, right. And, and so what, what are you running? Uh, did, did you get one at home? Are you like, how, how did you get access to the 3D yeah. printer? Yeah. So yeah, right now, uh, a few months ago, I got an Ender 5 Pro, I think. I found one on, or my friend that has a 3D printer saw this listing on Craigslist. And so I got it for a pretty good deal. I forget it was like... It's like 300 bucks. No, it was like 200 or $250. And it's normally oh. like a four or $500 printer. Um, you know, it's a Chinese company, but I mean, it works decently well. Uh, they've come a long way in the last like five years. Cause I remember like, you know, about five or six years ago, I first started seeing 3d printers coming on the market and yeah, they're, they're, they're all right. Or you'd have to like do a lot of custom machining or like the parts were expensive, but you can, I mean, I think you can buy them at like Home Depot and other like big box stores. Like there's the no. MakerBot, I think. There's uh, even companies now where you can just send them like, mm -hmm. if you don't have a 3D printer, you can be like, I would like you to 3D print this. And like, you just pay a small fee and then they okay. send yeah, you so the there's like, you don't Yeah, need. Shapeways and like, they're cool because they can do different materials like metal and like, you know, fancier plastics so the one that i have does uh pla um which is it's an okay material um i wouldn't you know you're not gonna print like a cylinder head or anything <laughs> it might, right. you, you could at least like try making a model or something um, but i think probably a more interesting material for you know if you're trying to fix up a motorcycle or trying to make parts that don't exist anymore is that TPU. It's like a, uh, something polyurethane. So it's, it's like a flexible, like rubber like material. And so with a little 
fiddling with the settings or um, you know, the rights. If you have a direct drive 3D printer that uh, works with the material better, but you can print, you know, rubber pieces like an intake boot if, you know, yours is totally cracked or like missing. Yeah. Um, and I've looked like there's designs online for, you know, if you look up your motorcycle, somebody might have already designed it. And so you just download the file. And so, yeah, you can print like intake boots, like little plugs, awesome. all kinds of stuff. So, I mean, like sky's the limit to what you can 3D print. Some of that stuff, like I remember I was hunting down uh, intake boot and couplers for a, um, a set of carbs for the GT185, the twin cylinder I have. And yeah, some of that stuff is like super hard to find. Yeah. So it sounds like this TPU, the thermoplastic, is it thermoplastic polyurethane? Uh, I don't. Yeah. Or yeah. So, I forget. So, some, I forgot what the TP stands for, but it's something urethane says it's uh resistant to oil grease and abrasion i love it mm. perfect yeah i love it i searched harbor freight does not have a 3d printer yet yes not yet not yet come through harbor freight. see i want to know could you 3d print a 3d printer yes mm. so there is Which, uh, if you look up rep wrap it is a whole like um, organization or like community where that's it like it's like a 3D printer that prints more 3D printers. Amazing. My God. So, yeah, so it's only been a, around. Basically, for a what long you're time. saying is it's only a matter of time until <clears throat> 3D printers overthrow us. 3D printers making 3D printers? Were you guys crazy? You wouldn't download a 3D printer, would you? <laughs> <laughs> yes, Danny, you can, in fact, download a car and print it. Yes, I would if I could download a new, yeah, like car boots. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> That's honestly, when I first thought of 3D parts, like the first thing I was thinking of was like, is this the future of Farkles? Because for those who may not be aware, Farkles are like all the useless things you put on motorcycles, which like, oh, yeah. especially now talking about like ADVs and, and dirt bikes and things like that, dual sports, especially, man, those things are just loaded down with Farkles. Like there's like little custom D rings made of plastic. There's like phone holders, there's GPS mounts, there's like little dash pieces, you know, and, and increasingly, like a lot of that stuff is made from plastic. Yep. So like this TPU printing capability, shit, I feel like anyone who's really good with CAD could like drop a bunch of designs and be printing this stuff at home. Oh yeah, totally. And be selling this stuff or like custom making things. Like if you said, well, I need this measurement, this size, I need it to bend this way at this degree, like you just sketch something up. That's so cool. And, and I, and I know that there are, there's a guy, I forget. I think it's JS Engineering or JS Engineering makes That's headlights such... out in Salem, mm -hmm. and uh, he he I know he does a lot of like fab stuff and basically fabs up a bunch of like headlight accessories and things like that and and you know I think like back in the day it was all about metal but I mean plastic in a lot of instances is kind of more durable mm -hmm. and uh, lasts forever it never rusts and things like that so that's no, it's pretty rad. Um, what it like one thing i thought of how long how long is it taking to print these pieces though the last time it's been quite a while but the last time i printed something with pla it it took quite a while and it was only like i don't know 70 percent fill or something it, it's still 
Oh, that's rather high. Like usually it's around like 25 or 30 oh, percent really? fill. Okay. Yeah. But so like, <laughs> for example, like a little GoPro mount on my helmet, that was like maybe like an hour, hour and a half. So like that was a fairly small piece. Didn't take very long, but you know, some of the larger prints can be several hours and like really complex ones can be like 12 hours or something. And so it, it really, you really have to get your setting styled in because otherwise you don't want your print to fail like 11 hours into a 12 hour print mm -hmm. and then you're just like totally screwed. So um, definitely have to be patient with it. Um, yeah, that's all I can really say. <laughs> Not mass production, no. already proven out stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I think for the time being, I'll probably still just be, it'll be flat stock in my grinding wheel, but, and lots of crudely made tabs and things like that. But I mean, it's, it's exciting because I think like anything else as the tech comes up, you know, I think like that'll be a valuable thing, especially now if you're scoring 3d printers for like 200 bucks, like screw it, you know, drop the CAD, throw it in and like print it off. And I mean, the next morning you'll have your part ready to mm -hmm. install. Mm -hmm. I'm yeah. pretty sure there, there's some, aren't there some programs where if you basically take like 3D images of what you're trying to print, it'll like auto render a model for you? Yeah, I'm not so sure. Cause like that might be happening. I forget if the new iPhone, like some of these newer phones are having like ways of like 3D scanning stuff. Um, yeah, I know there's like, I'm more familiar with like, you know, pro industry tools that do mm -hmm. like 3D name but um what was it there's like the xbox camera system that like i know oh, some people, yeah i know some people have um there's hacks that you can do to turn that into a 3d scanner there you go well um, the iphone 12s right have lidar yeah so yeah i think it, yes the 12 has like lidar and i think the next one's going to have even better lidar I think that's what they're saying yeah the 13 um, yeah I was blown away the other day. I just got an iPhone. Well, I guess it was a while ago now, but I've had it for a bit. And it was like measuring shit. It oh, yeah. Like so handy. And it did it. And it was like it actually worked. I was like, oh, that is like seven feet away. How did you know that iPhone? <laughs> Crazy, dude. So, yeah, I mean, I think that stuff is super valuable i i think one day you'll see a lot more harbor freight will have their 179.99 20 off this weekend only 3d printer and i will i will buy it and i will not know how to make cad files but i'll have an iphone 43 and i'll just do it <laughs> here you go Here's in part, during yeah it, during the parking lot sale at the harbor freight you'll be printing things out already yeah. <laughs> exactly or Harbor Freight will just send me a printer and then I buy things through their website and it just prints it out into my garage. That's the, yeah. Get That's the future. Or it'll be battery power. And then as soon as you buy the Harbor Freight printer on your way home, you start your print. That's right. I'll slap that 20 volt on there. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> 20 volt quick charge. That's right. I need a 20 volt back scratcher. It just, I need it. <laughs> it's like, we got you, dude. We got you print it out i love it yeah i mean i think that stuff's super exciting and you said you got your printer for 200 bucks yeah something somewhere around there yeah, it's craigslist yeah That's off, off of craigslist like, and then yeah you have to buy a filament it's like the plastic comes on a spool so those right. are like anywhere from like 20 to 50 dollars a roll um depending on the quality 
um, like the TPU is more expensive and you can get, you know, any color you can think of different textures, like sparkly stuff, glow in the dark, color changing. There's stuff that has like um, carbon fiber bits in it. There's like wood style. So if you want, I don't know, some wood accents on your bike or something. So uh, yeah, I feel finally like... some wood paneling for my uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, inlays. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so yeah, I feel like for like you know customizing or accessorizing a bike it would be super useful as well. You can three uh, D print a PT Cruiser and the wood paneling for it. There you go. You know, I love it. Two hundred bucks, it gets you on PT Cruiser though. <sighs> Speak of things that are tasteless. I did something tasteless. <laughs> Loving these transitions. Oh, <laughs> very seamless. It's part of being a teacher, guys. It's called having good segues. Speak of things that are tasteless. I jumped into the world. I've only ever, I did my math. I've had 27 metric bikes. And just about a couple weeks ago, I bought my first American America. Made in Milwaukee. Drum roll here. Are they made in Milwaukee? I don't know. Does <laughs> yours have a little tag on it that says? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, go check. Proudly made. You know, yeah, I should. It probably it probably does. They don't want you to know. Maybe it's Indiana. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> proudly made in Milwaukee of parts made in India. <laughs> there you go. No, no. I'll tell you what. I got a Harley, a Harley Davidson Sportster. And uh, the 883, but it's been punched over with the Screaming Eagle 1200. And uh, can, we, can we collectively like pause and boo you real quick? No, yeah. I, I'm all about it. I support <laughs> it. Robert secretly on my side. I we all know it. Daniel's not here to, to, to yeah, be bad. Uh, because I, I have been a long, long time Harley shit talker. I mean. I love dusting Harleys when I'm on trips or when I'm just out and about. I love when I lived in Portland, I used to line up with them at the stoplight and pull them with the DT 175. <laughs> laugh at them. Like I love it. And I think it's one of those things where the culture is just, ugh, it's, it's not great guys. It's not great. Um, but you know, like I just, I don't know. I wanted to know this, this all came about when, I think I wanted to find a scrambler, right? And I started looking at Triumph scramblers. I sat on one in a dealership. I was like, oh God, I got to have it. And as I started lining it up, guys, there just isn't a lot of Triumphs in, in Northeast Oregon. But I'll tell you what, there are a lot of sportsters. And so I started looking at it and it was like, well, shit. I mean, they the aftermarket is so insane that every everyone's already built one there's there's already like sportsters that have been turned into scramblers like everyone's done it from several different takes you know and well yeah because you were you were looking i think originally you were looking at the air-cooled triumphs see that's where my budget kind of right me i was like yeah okay well i'll get an air-cooled triumph scrambler the 900 I want a twin. I want another twin. I, I have the Z and it's a four cylinder and it's fast and it's fun, but I just wanted something for poking around and I want something that can handle gravel roads. And I know it's, you know, an ADV bike. I, I just don't, I'm not a huge fan. I think the Tenere, the 700, the T7, the new one looks, I think it looks pretty good, but I, I just don't, I just kind of want something a little more classically styled. And when I started looking for the air cold triumphs, dear God, they're expensive. 
they're not cheap. You know, there, there's no, there's one listed within a few hundred miles of me and they're still stuck on, it's like 4,500 bucks and has like 35,000 miles. And it's the first model year and it doesn't have anything done to it. You know, the guy doesn't know when the valves have been checked or whatever. So I was like, but he's knows what he's got. He knows he knows what, what he's I got, <laughs> which I have to say while hunting for the Harley, I've never met more. I know what I got people than the Harley crowd. I think at no, no joke. I think three or four people told me exactly that. I know what I got. And I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, it was, yeah. Yeah, that's a Harley. Harley. (laughs) Yeah, it says right on the side. I don't. (laughs) You can ride. I started looking around and I was like, well, what's available? And sure enough, there's, I mean, there were like just in my area alone, there's like four or five listed right now. So I found the most like unmolested stock, just not, you know, didn't have too much crazy stuff on it and was well taken care of. I found one with less than, it's like 11,000 miles and, just over 10,000 and it had like taller apes and forward controls and everything. But I was like, whatever, I'll just buy normal bars. I just got all those installed and, and it's fun. It's a fun bike. It's, it's everything I think I wanted before too, uh, where I just want a bike. That's like, doesn't have ABS, doesn't have rider modes, doesn't even have fuel injection. Like just, just plain, just, I just want a plain twin motorcycle. And it, it kind of is that. So after years of, of being a little uh, stickler about it, I, I think I, I think I kind of dig it. It's it's been pretty fun. I got it kind of set up with the controls I like, and got some suspension parts on the way, and gonna raise it up a little bit and not make it so low. And I think it's uh, I think it's gonna fit the bill. Well, you've had a chance to take it for a couple of rides, right? I did. I took point? it on a four, uh, 400 mile trip out west uh, to the Riders Memorial. I try to go out once a season and like clean up the grave sites and just kind of hang out a bit drink bear drink bear pay respect to the fallen and that's a great site outside of uh, fossil oregon uh, in between fossil and service creek that's a really fun ride out and you know i did like 400 miles on it and <clears throat> it was great i i mean i've done some of my longest tours on little you know smaller bikes so comparatively you know not gold wings or anything like that so i i i think it runs great for what it is it's pretty like honestly with the with the lower bars and like sitting more upright and everything it, it as the name implies it's it's pretty sporty it's pretty fun it's not you know it's not a canyon carver like the SPE or the z but but it, it can definitely turn and 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 maneuver and are you fun. thinking about using that for your iron butt <laughs> i uh, i'm like running out of time because our days are getting so short yeah you're gonna run out of season uh i i might try to tack on i'm taking a trip in a couple weeks i might maybe tack on one at the end but i i feel like i could do an iron butt easily uh and my butt would be very iron but it would be uh yeah, it's it's interesting it's like at idle it's like it's a it's a solid solid mounted engine so it's not one of the newer rubber mounted. I want I since I want to go a scrambler type build, I opted for the lighter solid mount builds. And uh so it's it's pretty vibey, but it's kind of cool. It's like I think the the corniest, like closest thing I can compare it to is it's like driving my three-quarter ton. It's just like it's a cool engine, it's a cool sound, like it you, you get that feel. <laughs> like I like I like driving, I mean, I like you know, four cylinders make sense. They get better gas mileage and everything but i don't know v8 that sounds cool and it feels cool to 
to drive it around. So it's kind of like that. It feels like a truck, honestly. It's just <laughs> rattling. It weighs rattly. about the same. It turns <laughs> about the same. Yeah. It's gas it mileage, gets the same so. gas mileage as a truck. No, no, it actually pulls. It pulls higher than the uh, than the ZRX. On, I was on actually going to ask you, are you getting like forty five ish? Uh not quite forty five. It has tuned heads and. Oh, that's and right. I guess cost. it is part of it. Yeah, right, right. So it's it's like forty two, forty three. But that's. that's I mean, yeah. Yeah, so I'm gonna put a narrow tank on it and put some, <clears throat> put an 18 inch in the rear, 19 inch up front, spoke wheels, raise the rear end up a bit, and then put some fork shims. I don't, I've never really messed with fork shims before, but it seems like there's room for the forks to expand a bit. So I'm just gonna cut some PVC <laughs> and put some spacers at the top to increase the preload. And change the oil, and I mean, I don't know. It, yeah, it might you're gonna make up. all the other Harley owners' heads explode. They're like, "What? You're not... <laughs> this is what we take it into the shop." No, for. no, you're supposed to go lower, lower. I've already. It's like when I do my long. I usually on Sunday, like tomorrow, I'll go out on a long ride, and uh, it's funny when I'm on like the street bikes. You know, and like I said, I just I don't know. I like to dust Harleys and just you know have fun. And when I catch up at the rest stops and stuff, they like won't talk to me and they're just like crotch rockets and then when i come through on a sports shirt it's the same thing they're like it's a girl's bike and that's not a real harley and it's just like, <laughs> i can't get any i can't get any acceptance from the the road glide uh dyna exxon yeah not not until you're on your dyna uh scrambler dyna, then yeah but i i just wanted something <laughs> of the lighter light lighter you know, I'm I'm sure this thing is pushing like 500 as is. I'm gonna take the hard bags. Off. It's got like hard mounted leather saddle bags. I'm gonna take those racks off, uh, and it, it's got a few more things. I'll be like Mert Lawell, just taking the taking the uh, crank down and like turning <laughs> it, it turning it in your lathe. <laughs> but it's cool, and <clears throat> one of the coolest things is like learning how to work on it. It hasn't been nice retooling. I had to get freedom, uh, freedom sockets and freedom, uh, hex keys. But, you know, other than having to reinvest in tools, uh, everything's really like really straightforward. It's much more like working on a truck. They're like, there's where the line goes. And it's just like, everything's really exposed and super far spread out. The oil filter like threads into the side the like spark plugs are sticking out of the head, like to the side, the carb doesn't even like it. You know how most carbs, like you screw in a, a fitting to get the carb on. It doesn't even have that. You just like pull the carb off. Once you get the air filter, off. <laughs> the air filters like sticking out on the side of the engine. So, I mean, for like a scrambler build too, it has hydraulic valves. You never adjust the valves ever. It's push rods, which probably lasts for like a hundred thousand miles. And it, the air filter is right there. So if I put my idea is to put little foam strips around the K&N and then just basically like toss the foam strips or, or clean them, you know, and re and reuse them. So I think for a scrambler, I think it's going to be pretty cool. I, we'll see. I'm going to convert it to a chain drive. I don't really trust the belt and rocks and stuff. That seems. Yeah. Can, can you get like a like a uni filter or something like do they make yeah, like they a make stock like, size foam they, filter? Man, they make everything. That's been right. the easiest part about Harley stuff is like, I wish the aftermarket for Harleys was like, I wish everything had that aftermarket. It's just like anything you can like, 
oh, I wonder if they make like this type of bend bar or like this type of seat or like this tank. There's like anything. And because of that, everything's super cheap. Like I'm buying a brand new tank for 120 bucks made here in America. Like, damn, fuck. Like that makes no sense. Right. That is absurdly cheap. One of the lowbrow ones. Lowbrow. Yep. One of the lowbrow ones that they have in their site. It's like 120 bucks or something. Same with their exhaust. Their full exhaust is like 200 bucks. I've seen it. Yeah. High pipes, you know? So, and the used market, if you thought eBay was crazy for like Japanese bikes, it's just on another level for for sportster especially sportster stuff there's just so much crap so anyways i think it's kind of fun it's not it's it's a little different it's definitely something that i I, i've always kind of wanted to try and see what that world's all about and and i'm having fun with it now so we'll see how the the build finishes up and maybe i'll post some pictures on the site or something yeah definitely i i support it robert's robert no one else does yeah it's still a motorcycle it's, if, if we're talking clapped out bikes, you're getting cheap soon. parts. It's going to be clapped it's out. It's going to be clapped. It's not yeah, if it's Jordan, right now. It's going to but... be clapped out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's already. We, I don't, we can do I don't, it. I don't want to drag myself too hard, but I like <laughs> rounded the bleed bolt on the brakes, bleeding the brakes today. I was like, God damn. And I like, I don't know. It was like a metric bleed bolt that was put in the caliper. So I should have been using a 10 millimeter instead of three eighths. And oh my god, I didn't, I didn't, I tried to take the freedom units to the metric party, and it just didn't work. And so I like, well, damn, I just need, I need to bleed these brakes and ride tomorrow. So I like carefully took off the rear bleed and like put it on the front to bleed it. (laughs) (laughs) And it totally worked. It totally worked, everyone. My brakes totally work. It'll be totally fine. But I'm sure once I dump it a few times in the dirt, it will definitely be clapped out so i did it i went american i'm trying it out i got the bike from milwaukee and it's uh it's been pretty fun i dig it i dig it more more updates to come but you know talking about all things clapped out i'm curious to see what you guys picked for the week oh it's that time danny show me what you got well you know jordan i will i will play along with your harley (laughs) (laughs) harley if it's an amf no, well, Those fuck me. Then. How about if it's three AM? <laughs> How about three oh, for sale? Nineteen seventy-one Santino less in Santee. We oh, got putting the air matchy in AMF. Yeah. No carbs. Uh, Looks good. Uh, no seats. The seat either. reminds me of like an old bed. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's it doesn't have exactly. any anything on it. It's just it's the just just repressed the flashbacks of summer camp. Yes. They're yeah. all in various degrees of height. <laughs> AMF Harley Davidsons. Love these it. were these were like the the when they got bought out and they're like, you guys need to diversify your company. So they they like made dirt bikes and like all kinds of other stuff. They made that really controversial cafe Harley where it has the weird tail section and everyone's like, oh, what are you doing? That's not a cruiser. <laughs> so it's described as made. three bikes. All need some work. One for parts to get the other two going. Motors are there and everything. The motors are there and everything. And carbs. Are they five hundred dollars each? I will tell you. Five hundred for all three. I'm gonna tell you right now. Those three bikes come with at least one Home Depot five gallon bucket full of carbs. (laughs) A lot of other very corroded aluminum parts. Well, that's their (sighs) poor man's carb cleaner. Just a. 
bucket of carbs, right? <laughs> 50 I, years of air. Some, somewhere weather. in one of my boxes, I, I have a helmet. Like, you know, the little like cloth helmet bags that you get. I've got a helmet yeah. bag full of carbs somewhere. See? You yeah. yeah, you got enough. So you can put you can put pedals on one, Danny. Yeah. <laughs> you get two, not one, but two sweet AMF gas tanks with that. So it's true. You get the well, black one and the red one. I gotta break protocol here really quick. And I gotta ask a tech question because I got Mondo, I got Robert, I got Danny, I got Jamie. I have a wealth, a wealth of knowledge here. How does a 1200cc engine get fed by one 40 millimeter CV carb? How does that work on a Harley? I don't know. Air magic. Because like a 650 uses a 40 millimeter carb. So how does that work? I want answers. Well, Let's hear don't it. forget. Uh, something, something here with uh, fluid dynamics and the as you increase the radius or diameter of a circle, that it it's not like a linear increase. Yeah, it goes up by the square. Yeah, it goes up by the square. So what seems like a small increase in in diameter is, is probably a pretty significant increase in flow. Well, yeah. like it's a key in forty millimeter CV car, right? That was and all I had. Like, that was my mic drop. That was it. I got nothing like, else for you. It's like the same. I mean, it's not right. The float pole design is different. So I'm, I'm curious to open it up. I haven't yet uh, and, and check out the jetting and how it all works. But I mean, like if if my XR 650L had a similar 40 millimeter key and carb and it fed one 650, you know, CC engine. Well, but also don't for, don't forget the carb is only having to supply air and gas to one cylinder at a time. So if you think of a 650 cc engine needing one 40 mil carb, your bike is really just two 600 cc cylinders, right? And only one is pulling at a time. How does the gas and air know how to go down the manifold and go to vacuum suction? Yeah, vacuum because the other one's closed. The valves, in theory, are closed on the other. Right, it's not it, only one is on an intake stroke at this at one point. I just thought it was magic. But... Yeah, no, it's the carb conductor that tells the gas where to go. There's a tiny, man. there's a tiny man. Okay, okay, okay. We can talk about. And he's got, the, and he's got the little, you know, like the. Uh, you go this way. The runway, the little way, air airline runway light. Oh, the, the Marshalline. Yeah, he's doing this. In case so you the gas know, what, gives, what gives that Harley the potato potato sound is because it has extra fuel and the spark plugs fire each time it goes. <laughs> so like even if there's unburnt, there's just gas in there, it just still fires. So it's like pa 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 pa. And I think, like, yeah, the sound is just the firing order. It's just that it's a seven. The well, but it still has it still has gas in the cylinder, and the and the spark goes every time. Sounds like you still have gas in the cylinder. No, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> We have a carb episode. I want to know everything. That's my it. that's my that's my back of the envelope theory is that uh, you're because the carb is really only supplying air and fuel to one cylinder at a time. Okay. So it's really only supplying. Now, if it was like a 1200 cc thumper and it was just a single cylinder, you'd need it pretty big. big. You have to talk to Milliard about that one. Save us, Alan Milliard. <laughs> Mondo, what do you got for your pick? Sorry I'll say I have a, I have a bike that may need a, a, a tiny conductor person. Um, inside of it to tell you how it works. So I'm on my Hawaii Craigslist. I have found a 1981 (laughs) Honda CX500. 
Uh, it is listing for $2,300. It's a little bit steep. God, CX prices have gone up all over. A little steep. Uh, I'm not sure what's still like attached to this bike with wires and what's not. <laughs> that looks like the headlight. I think yeah, headlight, is, yeah. headlight is pointing not forward, yeah. but straight down. So like it's got bed. some like light up below the bike stuff. Is that a, what is that like coat hanger coming down? Um, is it just cable and random? Like a, yeah, oh, it's an like, ape hangers. Okay. Yeah, yeah, we got real high cool. handlebars. I like nice. so. Wait, that is a cot. That blue thing looks like a cot. There's cot. Oh, it's totally. They they just been sleeping guard. until they got it running. <laughs> yeah. They, well, well unfortunately, if we're going to read the description here, bike is not running. <laughs> they're grounding. Well, they're camping wires. out until they get it running. <laughs> grounding wires somewhere. Has Texas papers. <laughs> Moving need to part with it. Clean title. You know what I think happened here? I think what happened is this bike was owned by somebody who was told by a significant other, it's me or the bike. And they said, well, <laughs> going with the bike. So they've been sleeping on that cot. Yep. Well, I would also notice. I'm riding all the way from El Paso all the way to Hilo and you can't stop me. <laughs> Damn. And then now he lives on the big island. Respect. I would also note that the text of the listing has a much higher price than the actual listing. So yeah. they probably dropped it. It looks like it's been tied. Yeah. Seven days. Yeah. yeah. What was the original post? Does it say on the bottom? Is it seven? Oh, seven days. Days ago. Uh, I, I think they probably released it. Now, <laughs> someone who knows CXs better than I, that is not originally a Monoshock bike. Am I correct? I have no idea. Not so this is, correct. or is the, C, the CX is a Monoshock bike? Originally a Monoshock bike. Well, I'll be damned. I'll have you know. Yeah, please do. Um, that the the Honda CX 500 is related to the GL 500 650, which I'm sure you knew, but you should also know that that was a revolutionary model in that it was one of the first monoshock Hondas on oh. like touring setup. And yeah, so they they have monoshocks, although <laughs> something something has gone afoul with that monoshock. <laughs> it definitely looks like it's kind of at a different angle. Uh, but no, I'm pretty sure. I mean, I'm wait, 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 I, mean, I just like zoomed in. Got... I just zoomed in. There is a bottle of Maker's Mark. Oh hell! Attached yeah. into the bike somehow. They're using that for like bleeding the brakes some... or something. I can't tell what's going on. It is. Oh, it is like they firmly. Have... They put firmly exhaust. Part they've of the exhaust. Bike. They've exhaust wrapped the muffler. Which is... You know what? I'm calling shenanigans because Robert's actually right. The CX500 did have twin shocks. It's the GL that had the mono shock. Yeah. I thought I thought they were. A yeah, you're shock. right. You're right. I had to look it up. You, you know, and that's the thing is, I think that's a GL. I think yeah. it's mono shock, but something has gone wrong. I think that looks a lot taller. I mean, man. I love it. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I, I love that the the not only is the uh, pipe wrapped but also the muffler is exhausted. yeah they wrapped <laughs> which yeah that's that's tasty looks like a tennis racket <laughs> like no but robert you're totally right the cx500 is so i'm gonna guess that this is actually a gl a gl650 or the, GL yeah 500 Some, something's been something's been futzed with can you can you message and ask what the maker's mark is doing there yeah. <laughs> that that's no, really that's just really more for them. us that's not yeah Here, here's Eight zero. Oh, don't give out their number. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's right there. <laughs> they so. gave the number and then a, well, and then typed out the next number and then gave the number. Oh, th that is ancient <laughs> Craigslist ways because you yeah. used oh, yeah, to not yeah, yeah. used to not be able to put your phone number. Well, now everyone just long. needs to know the uh, zip code for Hawaii, which is eight oh eight. But 
interesting yeah. stuff. All right, I'll, I'll hand it over to Mondo. Yeah, this is Mondo your that's not my pick. Okay. All right. Have you ever? Oh. That's not my pick. <laughs> Sorry. Have you ever watched be a motorcycle cop? Well, you could be an electric one. So obviously, some, somebody scored some uh, ex sheriff's bike from oh, what is it? The Patterson County Sheriff's. So it's a zero DS with a thirteen kilowatt hour mm. battery pack for like eight grand. Like it's pretty good for like a zero, and they only have like two thousand miles on them. Or I forget oh, if it's yeah. one or two that they have they were selling, but this um, one says like nineteen hundred on the odometer. Yeah, but hmm. like it comes with some hard case side bags and like some hand guards. No scams, no shipping. Yeah. No oh man, look at that! Look at all those specs yeah. down there. I'm yeah. not gonna lie. Uh, sheriff's tag aside, it's not a bad looking motorcycle. Hmm. Oh, they look yeah. Good. It looks pretty good. It's the future. It looks yeah. like a mule. Yeah, it does. It does. It's got that big old fat frame. Huh. Aluminium. Upside down for yeah. like the whole the whole package. See, look at it. Those are. Yeah. Okay. So those aren't spoked wheels. Those are no. Those are. Yeah, those look like caster forge. Yeah. Cast. Three D printed, maybe. That's a whole <laughs> internal debate I'm having about cast versus spoke. But anyways, yeah, I. I like them. I like those cast wheels. They look yeah. good. They're good looking. Yeah. So I mean, like, you know, you you just want to probably get like a better charger for it, but. Um, yeah, you could go on some decent adventures as long as you can find some chargers along the way. And, and live with yourself for riding a cop bike around. <laughs> yeah. I would get rid of the shit. Yeah, I mean, I would put something else. Put like... another sticker on there. But... Just put a knot. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's some room on the, like, not a. Kind of like a V shape. Like a V, like, not. Not sheriff or. Oh, I'm trying to think, like, like an anagram. Think of, like, good yeah, what could you do with. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's not an easy, easy one. Well, send uh, your <laughs> for all the listeners out just, there. Just, send just, your just take the she, she, she riffs. Yeah, take the she and then she riffs. Put some names on it. Put a put the S at the yeah, end. Yeah, I think. Of the yeah, exactly. And then take the H E out and just be riffs. And then there's just flames going down the side. <laughs> yeah. 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 As you as you roll yeah, on the, the throttle, some on like it. shred. So just some shredding guitar plays. Yeah, exactly. Riffs. Put, uh, put exhaust wrap uh, on something. Oh yeah. No matter what, you know, it doesn't have an exhaust. But <laughs> I mean, really, just just blank out the e, and then it could just be like riffs. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Riffs. <That's> my... <laughs> All right. All right. For anybody who's still listening after that, but you're gonna um, wish you were still listening. Oh, Robert, you got yours. Uh, I do. Let me figure out what. Oh God, did I lose it? Better not. No, it's okay. Have... I found it. I found it. I I'm not gonna put the the tiger cub that I secretly want to go pick up. But um, I just want a T20 so bad. Um, let me remember how to do this. These hiccups are back every day. Oh, so painful. I got my Mitchell shirt on. Oh yeah. 2017 Ooh, shout out Mitchell, Oregon. Shout out Pat and Jalay, the mayor of Mitchell, Oregon. I hope you're listening. We love you. 
spokenhostel.com. Go visit them, Mitchell, Oregon. All right, go ahead. Okay, to put a plug in. And after you're done, uh, make sure to swing by. I don't know where this bike is. One project um, bike, please. This is a project bike for four hundred dollars on Facebook Marketplace. It only ships for five dollars. That's right. <laughs> you can have it by October first, October fifth at the latest. Don't know nothing about it. I'm not a motorcycle man. It's a Honda 750 <laughs> motor. I haven't messed with it, but I do know it runs. I heard it run. And please, if you it. don't want it, don't message me. <laughs> so we if know you it don't runs. Want it? Don't message him. Now, for those listening on. along at home, this is a it is a 750. Uh, it's been hard-tailed, aggressively well, hard-tailed, yeah. oh, but they kept yeah. they kept the swing arm. So you've got <laughs> a swing just, arm on a pivot with a hard tail around it. I have no idea where it's one. Be well, the swing arm has to be like welded in something like in place. No, I think they just. I think they literally probably just bolted this top bar onto the axle. So, so it's, it's like just like. But I don't know how this like where is this welded on? Who knows? Maybe yeah, that's what oh, this yeah. tie. These zip ties oh, are just geez. holding the frame on. <laughs> we don't know. Uh, you is can that see. Little- Fox. You can see he heard it run because it looks like he's got a timing probe sitting here. Um, Perfect and and he's got forward controls on it. So I you can it. kick back on the freeway. No seat, so you just kind of got to you really engage your core while you're riding. I didn't um, get a hard tail. To put it <laughs> that's right. <laughs> well, it's not like I'm taking it off jumps. Come on. Um, and he's put, because it's hard tailed, of course, he's put an oil yeah. reservoir on the back, which totally makes sense for this bike. Um yeah, there you go. It's got ape hangers. It's got really everything you need kind of going along with the Harley theme. <laughs> I hate it. Is the weird black box up at the top their gas tank? It just goes with it. Don't don't worry oh, about yeah. it. Uh, it I think like that's the their gray gas water. tank. It looks yeah, like the I gray think... water tank for our <laughs> I think they're using a makeshift. Uh, it looks like the gas tank from a weed whacker. Or, yeah. or a lawnmower. Or a lawnmower. Eh, I don't know about a lawnmower. Maybe like an edger or, you know, it could be anything. It's probably whatever this case is from back here. Um, yeah. They just borrowed it. And Jimmy, so got... where's my mower? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I don't know why it's not running. Damn it, Travis. He told you I was working on the bike today. He stole my mower. You can see he's working. There's a screwdriver on the ground right in front. Yeah, he's got a screwdriver yep. down here. And he's some got fuses? Something's hanging here. We're not. Yes, Maybe that's. I think that's the ignition with a key. Ah. A different kind of crank. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait a second. Oh, I love it. I it's love great. It's great. You got front disc, drum in the back. You've got whatever this little doodad is here. I, I guess that's to hold a seat. The, the, wheels on, the wheels on a hardtail do it for me. Something about it just really. So that's my uh, that's my pick this I week. Love it. I love uh, it. A plus. I just hardtails. I just don't, you know, that's while scrolling through all the endless aftermarket, there's like, oh, but a hardtail for a sportster, you know, you weld it on the back. And I'm just like, like, I already am just like, this thing doesn't have suspension at all. Why, why would you want to make it worse? I don't. (laughs) Every time I've seen someone riding one, they just look so unhappy, like beyond Harley unhappy, just kind of like, I hate my life. This hurts. I, I think I mentioned this. They're earning the iron butt. 
I, yeah, exactly. I mentioned this, I think, in, in the group chat. Uh, huge shout out wherever you are out in the universe, sir. Uh, I pass a guy in my commute home from work at least once a week. Uh, actually, he passes me on, I think it's a Yamaha V, maybe a Honda. I'm not exactly sure because he's like blasting past me. But he's got it hardtailed, like DIY hardtailed. He's got the seat just ends. There's no fender. It's just tire. And so you'll just watch him like he's riding. You could, it, there's kind of that degree of like just holding on. And he's like, if you slip that extra inch, yeah. you can almost like see his keys like just yeah. dangling and bumping off the back tire. <laughs> and I just watch him blast past and you're just like, God bless, you know? I don't get it. There's like some goofy thing on the, on the internet that always pops up where it's like, we took hardtails to Baja and they're just riding down the like their highway and then they hit a dirt road to go to a camp spot and they're just like, this kind of sucks. It's like a mile of dirt road. They're like, this is terrible. My butt hurts. They probably rode like 50 miles and then loaded them in a truck and they're like, drive me the rest of the way. I'm over this shit. Uh, Jordan, what you got? I'm sharing it. I'm sharing it. Let's see. <laughs> Let's see. It's boring. It's boring, you guys. It's boring. I just want another XL really bad. <laughs> I've had I've had so many, but I haven't had the the three. A things. running one? That a running? Well, oh. sort of. Ooh. Sort of. The last one was kind of running. I rode it around a little bit. But uh, yeah, I had a. I know it runs. I heard it run. This is not a 250 though. This is the 350, 1975 XL350. It's the it's always the one that got away. But oh, especially yeah. the 350 is the one that I want. Yeah. Uh, I just cool I, don't know, I really miss it. Needs carb rebuild. Carb looks dubiously Chinese. And uh, some small things. I always need small things, but I just miss it. I feel like it's the ideal snow bike for when the snow starts up here. No, it's not in bad shape too. 700 bucks. Around. No, it looks pretty good. I do, I, I do like that he's got a uh, a front like a normal high fender and a fork brace. Oh yeah, tasteful, it's serious like off roading. Yeah, things ready to shred. Yeah. They're so heavy and they're they're terrible off road. But it's just I just miss it for farting around town. I that's what I need is more fart around town bikes. I don't have that already. So, <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> just like that, it is another episode um you know yeah we're it's been a while i apologize i got just got done with grad school that was actually a while ago but i got done with it i got my job you got a baby i have a baby those these things they they take a lot of my life but i think we're back in a groove now it's gonna start snowing eventually anyways i won't have anything else to do so i can just listen to you guys talk about how sweet it is to be riding so uh, that's assuming that I don't get my snow bike built with sweet Trellenborg screws. <laughs> I don't know. Quickly though, before I forget a shout out to Dale Rhodes, uh, who sent us a bunch of emails of his tat ride and tat, which is the trans America trail 38 days. He was out. Nice. Uh, he's got some pictures of him on the salt flats by the ocean. Looks like he's riding around in, uh, Utah, he's got a sweet uh, shout out, Dale, to your fucking awesome bivy, like one man tent setup. I love it. That's the that is the style that I go for these days. It's just simple and lightweight. And uh, engineer pass, that's tight. Looks like he did it on a Durs. Is that a Durs? That's a Durs. Looks like a Durs to me. 
Uh, it might be a DR650. Oh, no, it's the KL. Oh, my God, I'm such an idiot. It's the KL250. He has oh, the nice. The DOHC? Yep, about his Super Sherpa. And that's right, that's to, right. Way to use a Super Sherpa for what it's meant to be used for, going on SAS adventures. So thanks, Dale, for listening, and thanks for sending us pictures. I know that was like two freaking months ago, but I really appreciate you listening and keeping us posted. Come on the show sometime and tell us about the tat. Sounds like it was really rad. So if you like today's show, you can always buy us a coffee at buymeacoffee.com forward slash clapped out moto. Uh, of course, when we get $500 worth of coffee donations, we will definitely buy a Coleman mini bike, hardtail it even more, <laughs> and then uh, put apes on it. I have apes now that we can, we're just going to weld straight to the triple trees and we're going to jump it over the most inane fire people will get hurt but we will do it because we love that you guys support us uh we're now on all the major podcast platforms dog catcher dog catcher dog catcher dog catcher, dog catcher. if you don't have dog catcher download it you're a fool <laughs> apple music i guess spotify if you really want to soundcloud and google podcast i think there's some other ones so we always love getting listener questions and comments shoot us an email at clapmoto at gmail.com or hit us on instagram at clapoutpod. maybe we'll even have a facebook soon i don't know i've been kicking it around i don't know Are people on facebook i know old people are still on facebook for the boom for the boomer crowd we're, we're basically boomers now danny yeah we're in our stop party. yeah one of us got had a him. harley i got a harley oh. Oh. you're in a gang yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh my god thanks again for tuning into another episode and you know what we're gonna talk to you next week don't even worry about it we're gonna have another episode out i promise so we're back. We're and it's gonna be good it's gonna be good it's gonna be good, it's gonna be good. Out of here. Bye. 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 Bye.